0: What's up, sinners? What's up, everybody? Hope everybody's doing well out there. This is your Bible Belt Atheist coming to you live from the capital city of the Bible Belt, lovely Lynchburg, Virginia. Been doing some sinning lately. I hope you have been too. Independence Day this weekend. I'm recording this on Saturday. It'll come out on Independence Day, July 4th, 2021. Beautiful weekend. Got a three day weekend. Hope you all did. Hope you all got either Friday or Monday off. And for some of you lucky motherfuckers, might have got Friday and Monday off. That's what being an American is all about—a long weekend off. It's the greatest thing ever. That's why we're cool about our holidays, our Memorial Days, and our Labor Days. We always always make sure they fall on a Monday. It's a beautiful thing about being an American. So anyone living in this country, the United States of America in the 50 states and the District of Columbia, which I think is going to be a state soon, if I'm not mistaken. We all have two things in common. We are all Americans and we are all going to die. So essentially, we are all the same. Now, you can put people in whatever box you want by color by creed, by beliefs, uh, by gender, whatever you want to do, but essentially we're all the same. We're all Americans and we're all going to die. So there you have it. So now that we're all together and we're all the same, let's celebrate, let's celebrate independence and freedom, freedom. Yes. What is that? It's a very interpretive word. Some people say freedom is absolute that, uh, everything you want to do and want to think you can do that's real freedom yes that should be the definition of freedom but it is illegal to kill your neighbor it is illegal to pull a fire alarm in a crowded theater so what is freedom what is independence so looking back at july 4th it always means a great deal to me uh, anybody out there who has family in the military, it probably means something special to you more so than just a day off from work. Um, it's a representation of a day to remember um, loved ones, uh, fellow Americans. You know, most Americans work hard, some don't. Some just freeload off of the people that do work hard. I get it. That's the nature of a free and open society. I guess that's. You have to take the bad with the good, right? I have the freedom to get a job and take care of myself, and other people have the freedom to not do anything and have everyone else take care of them. I guess that's your right. That's your freedom, part of independence. But this Independence Day, this July 4th, is um, a little more special to some people this year because a lot of people are looking at it as independence from the coronavirus, independence from COVID-19. I think all the mask mandates have been lifted. Here where I live in Virginia, uh, they declared Thursday that the state of emergency was over. Everybody go back to your normal life, whatever that may be. And I guess we got our freedom back just in time to celebrate Independence Day. And that's a beautiful thing. Now when I think about independence I think about the true nature of how we became an independent country and how we fought for our independence and um it's a twisted little tale and I have viewpoints on it that probably contradict with a lot of other people but you know me being the history buff that I am I've dug into it a little bit And uh, basically, our freedom and our search for independence and and the people, our founding fathers and our ancestors that came to this country looking for freedom, they fled their homelands looking for freedom of lots of things, Uh, the freedom to live their life any way they choose. And part of that was people were searching for freedom of religion. And I get that. They felt oppressed. They felt like they weren't able to uh, practice their religion wherever they were. And they wanted to go to a free and open market and open land where they could do whatever the fuck they wanted. I dig that. I, I, I feel you. I understand. So they come to this country and they find that it's already inhabited. So much like how every nation in the history of our world is formed. Um, people come in, they want to take it over, so they kill everyone that's already there. And that's what happened. They came in and they basically eradicated most of the Native Americans that were already here and already occupying the land. And they did this in the name of gaining religious freedom. So in order to worship the God that you choose to worship, you go to a foreign land and just kill everybody who's already there. That's not unusual to the United States. That's not an unusual event anywhere in the world. It's happened, well, quite literally everywhere. Everywhere that is a standing country now was occupied and overthrown or overtaken by somebody else at some point in history. And I get that. So our ancestors come here looking for, among other things freedom of religion and they occupy the country and they take over the land and they kill the people who were here first and they go on about their merry way well this was an english property this was united states started out when it was first discovered by white people Um, the king of england had control over most of the land Spain had a little control in certain areas and so on and so forth. But everyone answered to the king of England. And everyone came here and they started their colonies and they started their their families and they started their farms and they started their freedom of religion. And everything was going great until the king decided to tax everything and tax everything heavily. He wanted to make money off of the colonies and the colonists. And that's what he did. So in effect, our hunger for, for independence from England started out as a money issue. It started out as the king of England was demanding high taxes on things. And the colonists basically said, get out of our pockets, get out of our churches. Now we want to be independent. You've all heard about the Boston Tea Party, right? The big peaceful protest that took place in order to express unhappiness with the king taxing their tea so heavily. And that is a joke that I called it a peaceful protest because it probably looked more like a riot back in the day. But we were all on the same team then, you see. The Boston Tea Party was a protest, probably resembled a riot. But the difference between modern times and modern protest is that back then we were all on the same team, right? Everyone here hated paying taxes to the king. It was us versus the king. So that was the origination of our plight to find independence from England and to become an independent nation of our own, the United States of America was because we wanted Big Brother out of our wallet. Because we wanted to stop paying taxes to a king from a country that we were fleeing to get away from. I mean, it makes sense. But when you strip everything down to its original core, it always goes back to money. Even the people that just came here looking to worship their own faith. They were like, yeah, I'm, I'm happy here. I get to have church service the way I want, but I really am tired of paying all these fucking taxes on tea, right? We're an independent nation now because we were willing to go to war to keep another nation out of our pocketbooks. Now, I'm sure there were other things going on. I'm sure the king had other rules in place that the colonists disagreed with. I'm sure there were things going on that maybe I haven't read about or maybe hasn't been reported. But the big story is the Boston Tea Party and the rebellion against the king's taxes. So I don't know how all of this transpired. I mean, I've read the stories and I've read the books and I've seen the documentaries but there had to be conversations taking place between the colonists right there had to be assembly there had to be a gathering there had to be groups of people getting together to stand for something right they didn't just all unknowingly rush to boston and start dumping tea into the into the water right i mean there had to be some kind of organization So how do these things start? Is it one person pissed off about paying too high taxes? Is it, what is it? What starts these things? What's the seed that gets these movements going? Now, in Black Lives Matter, people will tell you, young people now especially that aren't, that haven't been around long enough to figure out history, they'll tell you it started with George Floyd. That Black Lives Matter movement started with George Floyd. Well, I beg to differ. Uh, I think he had to go back a lot further than George Floyd. Now, the fact that now you can catch violence on camera on your phone changes things, right? These things have always been happening. It's just here recently you've been able to pull a gadget out of your pocket and catch it in real time on video. I wonder what it would have been like at the Boston Tea Party if everyone would have had camera phones. What would it have looked like? Would it have been a peaceful protest? I I really don't think it would have been. Peaceful protests generally don't get remembered. If you go back to the 60s, the most high-profile anything that took place involving people protesting the Vietnam War had to do with the violence in Chicago at the Democratic Convention. I believe that was 1968. Bunch of people got hit in the head with billy clubs and attacked by dogs and sprayed down with fire hoses and so on and so forth. But that's what people remember. They remember the violence. All of the stories that we hear about the Revolutionary War, where we fought to gain our independence, it was a war. It wasn't a peaceful protest. People didn't show up with signs and say, please give us our freedom, Mr. King. No, a lot of people died. A lot of people died for the movement. A lot of people died so that their children wouldn't have to pay high taxes to a king. Lately, the last several years, especially in the last year or so, we've heard about, you know, depending on what side you believe, um, what's a peaceful protest and what's a riot, what's a violent group activity. You know, if you're a hardcore Republican, you don't accept that the Capitol was attacked by your own. No, it was. Oh, that's just a bunch of Antifa and Black Lives Matter people, you know, uh, posing as Republican and Trump supporters. Silly, silly, silly shit. You know, it's it's ironic that you now form your beliefs based on which side you're on. I'm going to go back to what I originally said when I started this podcast today. We have two things in common. We're all Americans and we're all going to die. Everyone's going to die, but we're all Americans first, right? So if you pick a side based on a political affiliation and you think everything that happens with Black Lives Matter is a violent protest, but yet the invasion of the Capitol was a peaceful protest, and you draw those lines and you make everything completely black and white, no pun intended without looking at every factor for what it truly is and looking for everything the way it truly is. Do I agree with the people in Seattle that attacked government buildings? Do I agree with that? No, I don't. Do I agree with angry, pissed off, racist white people attacking the Capitol building? No, I definitely don't agree with that. But the only protest in the history of our country that make changes or are even remembered are the violent ones. Peaceful protest don't get recognized. So it makes me wonder, how bad do we really want our independence? Are we going to just sit back and let everything just kind of play out in front of us like we're watching it on TV? Or are we going to assemble? Or are we going to get together and say, you know what? I'm really tired of this shit. Now, I'm an atheist, and I'm pretty proud of it. Anyone who asks me, I'll tell them I'm an atheist. Now, I don't have I'm an atheist bumper sticker on my vehicle because there's a part of me that thinks, yeah, I believe in it. and I'm not ashamed of it. But the other part of me thinks it's really none of your fucking business. So myself as an atheist, I feel like the government and everything in the world is run completely without my opinion, completely without taking into consideration that I might be partly right, at least, right? You know, this country was partly built on people seeking freedom of religion, but I don't think that everyone in the country should be forced to live that way because that's just how we started. I'd like to see some changes. I'd like to see some assembly. I would like to see people get together and say, you know what? I disagree. I disagree with the majority. I disagree with Things that have been shoved down my throat for all these years. I disagree. Now, granted, atheism is quickly on the rise. It's going up every day. Uh, Young people, people half my age, don't pay attention to faith. They don't pay attention to church. But I also still live in the Bible Belt. So if there's going to be any any stragglers that still hang on to those caveman thoughts, it's going to be this area. It's going to be where I live. I had a conversation with someone yesterday and of course they wanted to talk about religion and I wanted to be a sarcastic asshole so this is how it went so we're talking about Savior and asking for forgiveness and as they put it accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and guaranteeing that you can go to heaven so I asked the question I said, uh, do you believe that if Adolf Hitler became a believer a minute or so before he put a bullet in his own skull, would he be in heaven right now with all the Jews that he killed? And the person that I was talking to responded quickly and said, yes, I believe that. I hey, good for you. Good for you. Enjoy your uh, Chick Fil A biscuit from your faith-based chain chicken place. Good for you. I um I try to call a spade a spade. I try to call evil evil when it's evil. I try to call stupidity stupidity when it's stupid. And I live in a place where the majority of the people around me on a daily basis believe that Black Lives Matter is a hate group. And they also believe that um, invading the nation's capital was a peaceful protest. Or actually, they, they've kind of changed it. Originally, they all thought, well, it's just Antifa and Black Lives Matter. Um, dressed up and disguised as Trump supporters. Well, I'll be honest with you. I didn't see any black people invading the Capitol building. Nope, not one. And I don't even know where the fuck you would get a Confederate flag anymore. So that catbird that had that Confederate flag, waving it around in the middle of the Capitol, I bet he had had that thing for quite a while. Because I, like I said, I wouldn't even know where to get one. OK, his grandma probably made it, you know, he lives in the basement playing video games. His grandma's upstairs knitting him a fucking Confederate flag. That's probably how that shit went down. But um, yeah, I think we have to look back on our independence as a country. To figure out that it's not all peace and love. There's some anger in all that. There's a lot of anger in the independence that we have. Our ancestors gave their lives so we would not be owned and taxed by a king. But I don't think they also had the foresight to think that we're probably paying more taxes now by percentage to our own government than we probably actually paid the king. Look at your check stubs, boys and girls. And look at how much is taken out federal as opposed to state. That's completely backwards. Our country was built so that we would be governed by our state and local governments. And the federal government would just be there just to kind of be big brother and check us out and make sure everything was going smoothly. Look at your taxes now. Look at how much is taken out state and then look at how much is taken out federal. And then you realize who you work for. Is it any different than working for the king? Is it any different than paying high taxes on tea? No, they just figured out a better way to disguise it and a better way to explain it so we could digest it easier. So are we really independent? Are we really free? I mean, we're probably freer than some other countries? Maybe. I would like to think we are. Okay, so let's talk about other countries for a bit. And no, I'm not going to sit here and say that the U.S. is better or worse than anybody else. I still think this is a great country, and there's a few other ones that I think I might end up living in at some point in my life, but for now, I'm pretty comfortable here. But let's talk about Scandinavian countries okay let's talk about Denmark in particular I've done a little viewing of documentaries and I've read some articles and stuff and I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm an expert on Denmark or their laws or their rules but there's a couple of things that I find rather interesting now of course everyone in the United States it's hardcore on the right all they see is socialism all they hear is the word socialism I don't think most of them even really know the definition of the word socialism, because if you really knew the true definition of the word socialism, you would realize that your public library is socialism and your fire department is socialism and your police department is socialism. It's a government providing services for you. So let's go back to Denmark. So in Denmark, They pay a lot in taxes. They pay a lot in taxes. And they're happy about it. It's been reported for several years that Denmark is the happiest country in the world. Now, I really think that we need to think about this by comparison to our own country and the way we do things. What I mean by that is, if you live in Denmark, you pay your taxes, which is probably... A little higher than what we pay here. But in return, you get free health care and you go to college for free. For those of you who want to go to college. And here's the tricky part. Every year they send out to every citizen of Denmark an itemized statement that tells them how their tax dollars were spent. That seems Bizarre to me, thinking about it as an American. So here's a little thing I want you to do. Anybody who's listening. Anybody here in the United States. I understand there's a couple people that listen to me from other countries. And thank you. I appreciate that. I want you, Tuesday, because everything's probably closed on Monday. Tuesday, I want you to find the 800 number for IRS, whether it's a local number or a federal number, whatever you want to do whichever one you want. Google has all of them. And I want you to call the IRS and I want you to ask them for an itemized statement of where all of your tax dollars were spent over the last year. I can promise you, because I've done this, that you will get hung up on. Because these things don't exist. And you can't call your state either. You can't call your state and say, Hey, Virginia, where did my state taxes go last year? Can I get a statement? Can you tell me to the penny what my tax dollars were spent on? No. And do you get to control how much you pay in taxes? No. Now, if you've got a lot of money, if you're wealthy... You can find many ways to avoid paying taxes. But if you're like me, and I looked at my uh, current year to date statement from my pay yesterday, if you're like me, you realize that a third, a third of my pay gets taken out in taxes. A third, a third of my earned income gets taken out in taxes. So, what do I get from my tax dollar? Do I get freedom? Mm, Sometimes. Do I get independence? For the most part. We have to question these things, right? That's what our founding fathers did. Our founding fathers asked the same questions that I just asked you. For what we pay in taxes to our king, are we really free are we really independent? That's what they asked, right? Do we really get to benefit from all of these tax dollars that we have to pay them and we don't have a choice? The king just dictated this is how much he wants in taxes. Well, now our federal government does the exact same thing to us. Exact same thing. We're in the same exact boat right now that we were in, oh, I don't know, 300 years ago. We're paying taxes to someone we never see. We pay taxes to someone that you can't get them on the phone. You pay taxes to someone that you can't get an explanation of why you're being taxed at this rate and what those tax dollars are going for. We are in the same boat. So what are we going to do about it? Most people are going to just sit back and it's going to be okay. I personally have considered leaving the United States, leaving the Bible Belt. Can you believe that shit? I have to change the name of my podcast if I do that, right? But I've given it a lot of thought. Actually, my girlfriend and I have both talked about it. Italy looks really nice and I'm sure Italy has its problems and I'm sure Italy has their tax issues, but the food is fucking amazing. Ah, real pasta in Italy, real wine, real olive oil. I'll pay higher taxes for that. promise you. But um, yeah, I mean, those are the thoughts that go through my crazy little head sometimes is we're taught our entire existence as Amer- as Americans. If you were born and raised here like I was, you're always taught. They teach you this in school. They teach you that the United States is the greatest country in the world. We're better than everybody else. And don't ever question it. Don't ever question it. We are the greatest. We are the best best prepared robots on planet earth don't question it pay your taxes yeah so having said all that makes me think am i really free am i really independent well you know i've had people over the last uh last year complained about having to wear a mask that it's somehow invading their their civil liberties that it's somehow taking away their freedom and the people that say this are you know paying taxes to the invisible government and they really think that wearing a mask is a problem for their freedom and I've, made the, I've always made the joke. I said, if you really want to see your freedom go away, go down to your local mall and walk in naked and see how long it takes for your freedom to be taken away from you. I mean, you can't walk out in public without pants and underwear on, but you're used to that, right? Because you're taught that from a young age. You don't leave the house naked. But for some reason, wearing a mask upsets you. Wearing a mask somehow takes away your freedom. I don't like wearing pants. So, (laughs) but anyway, so just a few things to think about. I do love America. I do love the United States. Please don't take it as I I hate this place because I do. I love it. But in loving it, I feel the need to question it. I feel the need to ask a question. I want to know. I want to know what the government's intentions are, right? I want to know you're taking my money every week. Uh, I have zero choice in the matter. I have no say in it whatsoever. And you're taking it and you don't have to tell me what you're doing with it. I don't really think that's, what our founding fathers intended. I don't really think that at all. As a matter of fact, I think that our founding fathers fought so that we would have a government that would be held accountable by its citizens. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? We don't have that. If you pay attention to politics at all right now, everything that's going on in the world, Everything that's going on in our country, at the political level, no one, and I mean no one, is being held accountable. Okay? Nobody. They do whatever the fuck they want. They live any way they want to live, they make any decision they want to make, and they do not answer to you or me. They take our fucking money, and they live a lifestyle that you and I will probably never have. And they look down on us for asking the question. They say to us, how fucking dare you even question us? We are elected officials. We have the right to do whatever the fuck we want. That's not what our founding fathers were shooting for. That's not what they were willing to lay down and die for. That's not what my grandfather was willing to die for in World War II. That's not at all what the people and the generations that came before us fought for. Now, I don't really think that uh, after the invasion of Pearl Harbor that my grandfather picked up a sign to go and have a peaceful protest against Japan. No, he picked up a rifle and said, fuck you, you're not going to do this to us. We will say, fuck you, you're not gonna do this to us, to another country, but we won't say it to our own government. Well, I'm here and I'm saying it to our government. Fuck you, you're not gonna do this to us. I work way too fucking hard, 60 hours a week to have a third of my income taken away from me, no questions asked, and I don't get any answers of what's done with it. That is, uh, that's theft. Imagine if you had your life savings hidden under your mattress and you came home and looked for it and a third of it was gone. Well, that's what happens to me every fucking week. It's gone and you get no answers. Oh, but they tell us we're free. They tell us we're independent. They dangle that carrot just enough to we think, yeah, I I guess guess it's worth it. I I guess it's a fair trade-off. I'm free. I live in a free country. I live in the best country in the world. Why do I think that? Because I've been told that my whole fucking life. So I guess it's okay you take shit and don't explain yourself. You wouldn't let your child act that way. You wouldn't let your child do whatever the fuck they wanted without any kind of an explanation or reason. You wouldn't. I know you wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wanted to know what was going on and I wanted to know why when my child was involved in anything. Or doing anything. Why do we not hold the people that we fund responsible when we would hold our children responsible? We would hold ourselves responsible for our children. So this Independence Day, that's what I'm going to think about. I'm going to think about, are we really better off than we were when the King of England was taxing everything? Are we better off? Are we in a different, better place now? Are things uh, going in the right direction? Or are we just going to keep letting them pile the taxes on us? Or are we going to keep letting them live the affluent lifestyles that they all live on our dime and never have to fucking explain themselves and never have to answer for anything? Do I sound pissed off? Good. You should be too. If you're an American... Part of your freedom and part of your independence is you have the right to be pissed off. So be pissed off. All right. I'm done. My stomach's growling. Did you hear that? Anyway, thanks for listening. I am your Bible Belt Atheist. If this is your first time, thank you very much for tuning in. I appreciate it. If you're a repeat listener, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. If you're from the United States or any of the other countries that I see, I get downloads from. Thank you for listening. And yes, we are all like this. If you'd like to reach out, I'd love to hear from you. You can email me at the Bible Belt Atheist Podcast at gmail.com. No capital letters, no punctuation, just the Bible Belt Atheist at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Now get out there and get to sinning.